Greetings. Hi. Hi. Hello. How's it going? Good. Excellent. How was your Halloween? Epic. Good. I'm assuming it's epic. I saw Bonesy was jamming out with pumpkins and sunglasses. Heck yeah, Bonesy was out making friends. We got another friend out there. We'll call him Metal Skelly. Metal Bonesy. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I get a picture. I'll post it on band. We'll take a vote on what his name is <laughs> for next year. So. He's kind of got like a little crooked head. So Yeah, he's kind of, you know, broken neck and all. All right. How was your Halloween? It was good, quiet. Um, went hiking, so that was exciting. It was very right. beautiful, but pictures never do it justice, you know? So, like, yeah. no matter how many pictures I took, I was very disappointed with the pictures. Yeah, that happens. Anyway. Yes. Halloween quiet. Um, play video games. I'm already caught up on my homework, so that's good. Um, what? Yep. Went hiking. Found this really crazy looking bug. Ooh. That is quite crazy. So blue and he was like the, like the size of my pinky finger. Oh. Yeah. But other than that, it wasn't too bad. Cool. How was your week? Week. Uh, week was yeah, okay. Yeah, that thing that happened before Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always try to think, like, I don't know. Uh, I usually go to work annoyed. Um, other than that, it was just Well, we're all dying to know about the coin it's contest. It's a week. Girl. <laughs> Girl. The drama. Okay. And who won? That's what we need to know as well. So the coin contest. Did I talk about the drama that went behind it last time? Uh, I believe we talked about you grabbed the cops thing. Okay, and he threw a hissy fit. It got contaminated, and there was nothing you could do about it. So, yeah. Okay, okay, so we're going to continue forward from that. Oh, oh, joy. Fucking hell. All right, so Friday I sent out an email, which the people that send out the emails are so late that they came out Monday. So there's no fucking point at this point, because Monday at 10 was the cutoff. Mm-hmm. So we're going around and we start collecting all the jugs to tally the final totals. Mm-hmm. And uh, the president of the committee goes to the to get a cart. That way we can just load up the cart with all the jugs. But at this point, by the time he got the cart and dealt with the law enforcement guys, we had already collected all the other jugs. Well, when he went into the law enforcement guy's office to get their jug, one of the older, really, I don't know... Law enforcement officers, like, fucking just ripped into him. (gasps) Saying that this whole thing was rigged. They had their jar set up so that nobody knew where it was. And they didn't have any silver in their jug. And they let us take it to count it. And when it came back, there was all kinds of silver in it. And that's not fair. Yeah, so, like, just fucking yelling at this guy, this Air Force guy. Wow. And so, of course, he's flustered because he didn't expect to get yelled at over a fucking fun event, like a morale event, right? And he basically told this law enforcement officer, like, evidently you don't understand the purpose of this event. Like, it's a penny war. All is fair in war. And if I remember right, one of your co-workers, like one of your peers, admitted to walking around during his shifts and putting silver change in other people's buckets. So I don't understand why you're mad. And he's like, well, we were going to put $40 in it today because we were supposed to win. But you guys can just, he didn't cuss, but he's like, basically, you can shove it up your ass. 
Yeah. And he's like, honestly, we should just keep this jug because this is all our money and we can donate it to a cause that means something. <gasps> and that instant, like instantly the president was fucking livid. Like he was fucking pissed. <laughs> From that point forward, like he left that office and two of the law enforcement guys came out and like just started apologizing. We thought he was joking. All right. So they... No, you know, and then they were like, uh, as he continued to yell, we realized he was getting like competitively serious about it. And they're like, we are so sorry. We'll, you know, we'll definitely have the supervisor talk to him. We'll definitely address this because we support your guys's organization and we appreciate what you guys do. Yeah. All last week, every law enforcement guy that saw him or me because I had shown up at the end of it. Yeah. Every, every single one of them. Oh God, how are you guys doing today? How, how are things going? And then we got a formal, like, on letterhead apology oh, from wow. the, like, the the boss. Like, the, the main supervisor guy. Like, and now it's to the point where we're just getting annoyed at how, <laughs> how much they're apologizing. <laughs> like, it's over. It's done. Like, they've said their yeah. piece. Like, just fucking stop. Yeah. So that's how the Penny Wars went. Needless to say, the team that had the most negative the first time we counted it ended up on top. Oh, wow. Okay. So they now have this Lincoln trophy. It's probably about the size of this boss bottle. Oh, okay. But the Lincoln on the Lincoln on it is like six inches long. Like it is comically tiny. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then uh, we got little a little grave, a, a little grave, a little plaque engraved with the department name and then the year, like they won the month oh, and year. Yeah. And now, like if we're gonna decide at the next meeting if we're going to do this every six months or just make it a yearly thing. Yeah. So, but that's how that went. Anyway. You need to put it in really big print next time you do it. This is just for fun. Yeah. Nobody needs to get worked up about it. (laughs) Like, I've never, never in my life, like, never have I done it. And it's like they didn't understand the rules to start with because they locked their jar away in their office where you have to ring a bell to get in there. And then they were screening people to make sure that they weren't bringing change for their jar. Like, and you guys want to get fucking mad when we pick up your jar and other departments put silver shit in it? Like, yeah. So anyways, uh, needless to say, we earned a little over three. Oh, no, just a little under $300. Okay. That's not too bad for a lot of fucking coins. Yeah, that is a lot of fucking coins. I think we spent like two... Two hours rolling all of that change. The bank was probably happy. Yeah. Yeah. That they didn't have to do it. Well, that and, you know, the coin shortage that's still posted on some places. Like, how are we still in a coin coin shortage? But I found out why people are hoarding. (laughs) (laughs) We are not in a coin shortage. Go clean out my car. There is half half of them. (laughs) All right, guys. Get your blue jugs. Come on. Yep. Let's take them back to the bank. Yep. Just... So anyway, your dryer, you know, how was was your week? Um, my week was an emotional roller coaster. I went fucking, I had a, I don't know, mental breakdown, I guess. And then I hit hit depression state and then I took my happy pills and Uh then I came back. back, So, oh God, do you have your bottle? Uh, I do. It's, it's where very close to my bed. Oh yeah. Okay. Because that's where I spent a lot of my after work time. So 
But we're back now. We're back now. And for whatever reason, we are having internet issues, and I'm not sure why we're working on that. Luckily, we have backups to backups because my job consists of me working from home, and internet is a, a must. Yeah. So... And it's really bad when your backup internet is working better than the internet you're paying a lot of money (laughs) for. It's like, okay. So, but it's working. We're making it work. I am very excited because I have a four-day weekend. I don't have to go to work on Monday or Tuesday. What? How did you score that? I needed me time. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So uh, the first, I'm going to do my Halloween shopping because everything should be on sale. And I may even go ahead and get Eric's birthday present because okay. his birthday is this month. And uh, then I think I'm going to spend the rest of the day at the beach. Oh, yeah, that's Where right. You? you live, you know, in Mississippi now. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. where the fuck is she going to go to a beach? <laughs> I'm going to go five minutes down the road yeah, yeah. <laughs> with my book and my chair. And I'm just going to sit on the beach. You and can fucking kinda, walk if you wanted to. I could. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of refresh. Yeah. Get away. Have a have a me day. Well, that'll be good. Which I think it's long overdue, so. Yeah. And then I don't know what the hell I'm going to do Tuesday. Probably go crazy. I don't know. Meh. Put away away your Halloween decor. Oh, that's so sad. Start planning Thanksgiving. That's even sadder. We're trying to do a Thanksgiving thing at work, but (gasps) we still have a lot of COVID mitigation things, like, in place. They haven't fully transitioned. Okay. So, like, you have to get approval, and there can only be so many people in the room getting food at once, which, if you're going to have that many people touching spoons and shit for the food, uh, like, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. What if he did, like, oh, I don't think they have disposable, like, scoops. No, I think what, well, I think what you would have to do is just get food that people can use their own utensils for or some, I don't fucking know, or gloves, wear gloves. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, but that's, the, like, we're trying to trying to sort that out. Me and uh, Mandy, who's the new girl that I work with. Cool. So that's a thing. Um, also, I took yours and Adrian's advice, and I put my beer in a coffee mug. Doesn't it go down? Oh, that's a cool coffee mug. Yeah. It goes down a lot smoother, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just easier to hold because I got a handle. But it's pretty good. Can't complain. Oh, yeah. I think I'm onto something. I may have cracked the beer code. We don't know. You yeah. know what it is? It's the almanac. Oh, is it? Is that in the almanac? Mm-hmm. Is Somewhere. it seriously I'm in the? Sure. <laughs> I'm sure. It is. I was like, is it seriously in the almanac? I, I mean, if beer. not, I can get a pen and put it in there, and then oh, it would yeah. be like it. But guess what? The what? almanac starts this month. Oh yeah, that's right. All right. Would you like some almanac wisdom? Yeah, just give me give me something. Okay, well, what do you want to know? Do you want to know the weather? Do you want to know the planting table? Or do you want to know the best days two in November? Which one? Let's do best days two. All right. Best days two for November, according to the the Farmer's Almanac. 2022 Farmer's Almanac. Blum's Farmer's Almanac. The best days to plant above ground crops is going to be November 4th, 7th, 8th, 12th, 13th. 16 through the 18th. So those for your above ground crops. Wait. It doesn't give specifics. Is that based on state or just? No, yeah, because they have the little chart in the front of the thingy. Best days too. That's for everybody. Really? 
Well, it says, well, planting table for November in colder climates, uh, you immediately need to complete planting of trees, shrubs, roses, bulbs uh, before really severe weather comes. Plant tulips early, complete garden cleanup, apply in turn under coarse organic material, apply mulches, uh, not to keep the ground warm, but to maintain an even ground temperature better late than early. All right. Okay. Uh, and th- so that's for your cooler climates. Yeah. So to plant root crops, you do that through one through th- uh, the first through the third, the 21st through the 23rd, the 29th and the 30th. Oh, good. We, we can still have Thanksgiving uninterrupted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. You don't good. have to plant anything. As a matter of fact, destroy weeds. Mm-hmm. And harvest crops the 24th through the 28th. Uh, FYI. No, I'm going to be eating turkey or ham or that's lamb, right. probably lamb. And some but that's okay. puddings. You can do it before. You can do it on the 19th and the 20th. Oh. So, yeah, you've got two days before Thanksgiving that you can do that. Okay, good. Um, if you want to plant seeds, so seed your beds, seed beds, you do that on the 3rd, the 4th. Or the 21st through the 23rd. So you better get your shit done before Thanksgiving. That's all I'm going to say. It sounds like you could do everything in that week before. Yeah. So essentially the week before Thanksgiving, get your gloves on. So what are you planning this year? Uh, Nothing right now. Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I just thought I'd help you all out. Thanks. Also, according to the Almanac, the Atlantic coast is going to see clear skies the 1st through the 3rd. From the 4th through the 7th, there's going to be unsettledness from eastern states, just FYI. The 8th through the 11th, we're supposed to have pleasant weather. Mm -hmm. And the 12th through the 15th, heavy showers and a few thunderstorms. And that's for east coast? Atlantic coast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I mean, it just keeps going on and on. But, so that's what the Farmer's Almanac has to say. Now we are all enlightened. And we are all at the pinnacle of adulthood for the next couple of weeks. Congratulations. 30 days. Use your uh, pinnacleness of adultness wisely. Unfortunately, most of you guys are going to hear this after the first week of planting shit. So November well, 6th, like you still got time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, doing good. We're doing good. Well, we can see if the weather was correctly predicted. Uh, I don't think so, so far. Okay, hold on. You can repeat it. Hold on. What's the date? 31st. All right. So you said what days through what days? The 1st through the 3rd, mm-hmm. clear skies and colder. That's definitely going to be fucking colder. The 12th through the 15th, heavy showers and few thunderstorms. Gale force winds from the mid-Atlantic coast towards the Gulf. Uh, squally across the northeastern states. Some snow possible in New England. The uh, 16th through the 19th is supposed to be windy and cold for eastern states. Okay. The 20th through the 23rd, unsettled in eastern states. Some wet snow north and rain south. Does it does that predict that apocalypse that's supposed to happen? Uh, the El Nino or El Nino or whatever. Whatever the superstorm that happened to be forming in the... Off the Gulf. 
Uh, maybe that's the Gale Force wins. Maybe. All right. Well, we have just weather guessed our way through a book. Woo woo. We'll see how it goes. Maybe you can just put like segment updates every few days on our page. Yeah. I'll make a channel. The weather channel. No. According to <laughs> the farmer's almanac. <laughs> Be like channel channel seven news or in the morning when we were getting ready for school. Here's today's yeah. Here's today's weather readings per the Blum's twenty twenty almanac, twenty twenty two. Good times, good times. I don't have any updates. Do you have any? Uh, we need people to join our Discord. I'm ready to give some shit away. Yeah, I don't like. I don't. I don't understand. It's beautiful. It's well That's set it. up. It's it lovely. It's a lot of fun. Yep. I was in there jamming to music earlier. Were you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I finally figured it out. It's not it too difficult. Minutes. I just... No. I had to Google it. I'm like, how the fuck do I do this? And, oh. Yeah, I saw the, the channels, and I was like, ooh, and then I couldn't figure out how to play, but you actually have to put the message... You have to be in a voice channel, put the message in a message channel, and it'll jump in there with you. Yeah. That was very cool. I was jamming yep. while playing today. Really I was good. like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Killing shit, get my endeavors done. But yeah, we live like we legit post everything to the Discord. So I think we do it better than Facebook. But oh, for sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. That's probably because we're always on Discord. Join our Discord. You for your WoW and me for my ESO. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing. It's a good program. Secret topics. November is here. Can you believe how fast this year has gone by? No. It's ridiculous. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It just means we get older faster. Shh. Don't tell my gray hair that. (laughs) (laughs) Did somebody say older? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Let me just sprout. Do you have gray hair? Oh, yeah. I got gray hair. Everywhere. It's all speckled in there. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Stress, girl. I stress myself out. I need to calm down. <laughs> I probably need to figure out how to make my stress and not internal and make it grow out my head. I'm telling you. Like, knock on artificial wood. No gray hairs yet. Egg. There you go. One of us had to stay young. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are other things that suffer. Trust me. <sighs> <sighs> all right. What's your topic about? Like, Am I what going is, first? Yeah, what's the realm? What's your realm? Oh, my realm is not murder. Is it top ten of something? No. It's a, it's actual story? Kind of. Is it about aliens? No. Mm-hmm. Is it about weird people like the Beast of Belites? No. Okay. Um. So, super secret <laughs> topic. <laughs> I've run out of guesses. I don't know how, I don't really know how you put this into a category. Yeah. What would the category be under? Superstition, maybe? Okay. Maybe? Hauntings? No. That's, no, it's a belief. I would say more belief type thing. It was very interesting. Is it like a spiritual thing? Or is it like a knock on wood type thing? 
Um, neither. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Let me just tell you what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know if you remember, uh, probably last month, I had told you I kept seeing, like, sixes in my work yep. every time I do something. Well, it's still happening. I'm still seeing it. Like, two... 66 or three you know the 666 or fours it just it's constantly happening and I was like you know what I was thinking about my topic and then I got on Facebook I was checking something I don't even remember what I was checking but when I was scrolling through the feed or whatever um on one of the witches page came numbers and their meanings which I was like okay this is this is so weird so I started digging in a little more of it so uh the thing that I got off Facebook was actually a picture and I, I will post the picture to our discord so y'all can actually see, and I'm going to read it pretty much word for word here. You know, when you join uh, our discord, you can see yeah, it. When you join, yes. you can, it, it's all, it's up there. It will be up there. But so the first picture that I saw, there were two pictures and I thought this was really weird. Cause I was actually going to message you and be like, the sixes will not leave me alone. It's driving me crazy. What is going on? And then this happens and these little pictures come up. So the first set of numbers that I'm going to read and that I saw were angel numbers, which I didn't know that existed. And then the second meaning is going to just be their general meaning. If you constantly see a series of numbers over and over again. And then, of course, curiosity got the best of me. So I dug a little deeper and I was like, well, you know, people have this thing about 23. So I looked up the number 23 and what was behind that. So we're going to talk about that. And then I found out, because I mean, hell, we're going down the rabbit hole. We might as well just go. I found out that there was actually meanings to numbers could also, like if you see a series of numbers over and over again, it could be your spirit guide trying to contact you. And so it was a very interesting read, but I'm going to kind of touch up on it and then I'll post the website to, um, our, to our website. So if anybody wants to dig in the website that I looked at went through almost every possible number variation that you could see a big one that I didn't really dive into because I didn't think I would have time to talk about it was 1111 because that was another big number and that had pages upon pages upon pages where's the damn website um (laughs) when i get to it i will say it because i don't want to steal credit it is in5d.com number sequence so yeah it was pretty interesting little little shindig there and i spent more than two hours before (laughs) so (laughs) i think i got something that's affecting your life so you're like i'll tell you and then you go down this fucking numerical rabbit hole and you're still I did. trying to I learn did. things. <laughs> well, I will say it made a lot of sense as you would it's going on. According to the angel numbers, I was like, okay, I can see that. Some of it did not make sense to me at all. And I was like, uh, I don't think so. But to each their own, you may believe it or you may not. Yep. So, of course, we're going to start with number one. I'm going to start with the angel set and the general meaning. So I'm going to do the first explanation angel second is going to be general and we're going to start with one so what are multiples, we going to uh nine. nine it only goes to nine and i think I've, I've got a couple of zeros in here but that's it okay so number one multiple ones is telling you that your intuition is functioning at maximum capacity 
people will often see 11, 111, or 1,111. This means that there's an opportunity to share your gifts creatively. That's the angel meeting. The general meeting is if you see multiple ones, the same sequence, and it's going to be the same sequence for all of these numbers. So yeah, I'm not going to read all the things, but if you're seeing uh, repeated ones, uh, then your intentions are manifesting quickly. Make sure to focus on what you actually want and not what you don't want. So if you're seeing a bunch of ones and you start thinking about things you don't want, chances are you, yeah, you're going to manifest the things you don't want. So, okay. well, something new, something interesting. Yeah. Maybe give it a shot. Who knows? So for Sarah's terrible twos. Fucking twos. <laughs> if you're seeing repeating twos for the angel number, this is a divine spiritual signal that your life is out of balance in some way. This could be mentally, emotion- emotionally, uh, physically, or even spiritually. No wonder I see two, 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 two. <laughs> I'm just saying, your twos being something's not right. right. Let's get ourselves, do some yoga, yep. meditate, meditate, get your zen back. Do some workouts. Uh, <laughs> or, flip side of that coin, for the general meeting, two means stop worrying. Uh-huh. Everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to. Trust that you are on the right path. That totally makes sense for you. I feel like that just spoke to your soul. Both of them, actually. Wow. So you're either out of sorts or get your shit together. It's going to be okay. Just Just throw that out there. So threes sometimes have a severe warning that you need to open up to a particular person in your life. However, at other times... This angelic sequence has an important message. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you open up, you'll receive that you'll message. Get it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the general meeting is uh, the ascended masters are right by you, assisting you with whatever it is you are currently working on. You're in great hands. So the fuck are the ascended masters? I'm gonna say the way that I took it was like God's right beside you, or His angels are right beside you, <laughs> like can't really go wrong (laughs) i'm hoping that's just kind of what made me feel good although i don't ever see three so jesus is probably like okay well i created she's okay on her own she's fine you know i i know what i did when i made her she'll be fine she'll She'll be be fine (laughs) (laughs) thanks all right uh number four four angel signs and symbols that involve the fours are indicated that you are being tested by the universe. You are being called to show and use your strength. God help us all. If I start seeing fours. (laughs) Well, I guess it depends on what six is. (laughs) We're getting there. Trust me. It's not any better. And then the general meaning is you are completely surrounded by angels. You're being guided through whatever you are focused on. I don't ever see fours either, so I'm just yeah. saying. Could you a little angels. guidance? <laughs> uh, you know, as soon as I read number four, I immediately thought about our little tire angels. <laughs> That's what I just thought of, like, <laughs> as you were explaining it. And I was like, ooh. 
must have been 334, uh, 344. Uh, yeah, I was like, I cannot even remember if we saw four, but I'm sure that fours were like blaring everywhere because we know we were surrounded by angels that day. What on each side? That's probably, this is exactly why I don't see him now. They're like, no, fuck that. We done tried that shit. She tried to drown us. She did that again. Oh, God. But yeah, that's the first thing I thought I had. I was like, oh, surrounded. Well, we have done that yep. before. Yeah. Yep. This is why we don't see fours anymore. Nope. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin, for, ruin it for the both of us. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> They're like, Mm-mm. not unless you got a snorkel. <laughs> we need flippers. We need a dry suit. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. Okay. Number five means that... You need to change your circumstances in order to move past something negative. Okay. So that's the angel number. The uh, So general number five means huge changes are up ahead. Trust that this transition is your highest good. Prepare for massive shifts. Things are getting exciting. Mm. So then you see a bunch of fives and then you immediately see a bunch of twos. Then you're fucked. <laughs> Jesus is calling you home. <laughs> Oh, God, big change is going to be exciting. Oh, God, no. I'm so stressed out. (laughs) Just trust everything is going to be okay. That's all you got to do with number twos. Goose Fraba. Goose Fraba. All right. Are you ready to hear mine? Yes, let's go. All right. So number six has gotten a bad rep. But there's mm. nothing scary about repeating sixes for the angel number. This number repeatedly uh, shows yourself mentally particular aspect of your life so something's not clicking upstairs i need something's off mm-hmm. here's the general ready yep your thoughts need some refocusing mm. this is a reminder that you are a spiritual being and having a human experience reconnect with your spirituality okay. jesus is like saying open your fucking bible bitch i got shit to tell you I'm like okay well okay. it's a good thing like you scheduled you know, you had your mental breakdown or whatever that that was. And now you're taking four me days. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you need to do some yoga, meditation. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Somewhere. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am. I'm going to the beach. Yeah. That's going to be my, my relaxation. So. And then, you know, for the future, if you start seeing them often, Again. it's time to take four me days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just Jesus telling me. Yeah. You need a you day. Yeah. Get go. Just leave life. See your number two on the way out. Everything's yeah. going to be just fine. <laughs> so I thought that was very interesting. That Anyways, all right. Cool. Number Continuing seven. Continuing on, number seven. So repeating number sevens challenge you to reexamine what you really want. Often we simply assume a certain aspect of our lives is still right for us when really we may have outgrown them. Okay. The general number is luck is on your side. You are on the ultimate spiritual path. Keep doing what you're doing. Awesome. So that's kind of. Or if you're hitting the slots, sevens are great. Yeah. Yeah. Sevens are great. Lucky number sevens. Lucky, lucky. All right. So number eight. Uh, when you see a series of eights, stop and consider how much responsibility you're dealing with right now. It's likely you're stretched too thin to do your best work on any area of your life. So that's the angel. The general meeting is lots and lots of money, honey. 
financial abundance. It's on its way to you right now. You are aligned with the money you desire. I don't I ever need see, to see eight. Like, I need to see a lot more of those. <laughs> like, come on. Come on, number eight. Number nine is for the angel number relate to an ending. There is something that is going to be ending. It could be a loss. It could just be, it could simply represent you're moving on to a new phase, closing one chapter, starting another one. The general meeting is uh, you're being nudged to finish something because that completion will unlock the next step of your journey. Which makes sense because it's the ending of a thing. Yeah. 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 Cool. So those kind of actually go hand in hand. That's yeah. pretty cool. And then the bonus, I lied. We do have zero. I forgot I added this one. I found it. Uh, so if you see zeros constantly, that actually means a new beginning, a fresh start, being one with the universe, a reminder that you are the creator of your own destiny. Ooh. So you can oh. control your life. And according to everything that we have discovered on this podcast, <laughs> I mean, everything comes with consequences. Yes, but. of course. So the number 23, since this is like a big, big, big number, there's a lot of conspiracies around this number. There's a lot of circumstance around this number. I decided to dig into it since I was going through my number journey. Yep. So a lot of people see the number 23 as a connection. There was a connection between Michael Jordan, the novelist William Brotz, and a mathematician, John Forbes. It's all 23. It's just so weird how people like put 23 into this thing. So it starts with, in the Bible, Numbers 23, 23 contains the, the phrase, what hath God wrought? which happens to be the first message sent in code on the telegraph by Samuel Morse back in 1843. If you add up the four digits of 1967, the year that Nirvana co-founder Kurt Cobain was born, they come to 23, which is also the sum of the four digits in 1994, the year in which he died. All of us humans have 23 pairs of chromosomes in our genetic makeup and the medieval Catholic military order, the Knights of the Templar, had 23 grandmeisters during their existence. A skeptic might ascribe uh, this is by mere chance, but some people think there's more to do with it. If you poke around the internet, you'll discover thousands of web pages devoted to what they call the 23 Enigma. Essentially, a belief that the number is some sort of magical or mystical significance and or power because of all instances of which they occurred. There's even a Facebook page for the 2030ians as people who are fascinated with the number they call themselves. It is filled with posts containing the number ranging from pictures of restaurants, check numbers with 23, 23 on the table, Music, 23. I mean, so you know me. I did not join. The <laughs> <laughs> I almost did, and I was like, no, I can't. I'm already in. I'm, I'm good. Fuck, I'm at this good. point, you might as well just create another account so you can join all these ridiculous things. I'm telling you, it's it's interesting. But, like, they so could have this- thought of a different name than 2030ians. 
Yeah. I, I, and it's set to private. Like, anybody can find the page, but it's set to private, so nobody can see what's on there. Well, that and, like, I'm sure you have to answer ridiculous math questions. <laughs> the answer is 23. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't matter. The Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I, I, I did like click on the link and I did go to the Facebook page, but I did not join. So I know everybody's disappointed. I'm sorry. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I just couldn't. Anyways. So how did all this get started? According to Barnabé Rogerson, uh, 2013, the book of numbers, the culture of numbers. I guess he wrote this book with um, a huge ass title. Uh, the 23 obsession started with Burroughs famous for his strange flights of disturbing hallucinogenic fantasies in novels such as Naked Lunch. Mm. I didn't read that either. Just oh, FYI. Man, damn. I know. I'm I was sorry. really looking forward to some like tips, little insights. <laughs> so in this book, Burroughs claimed to have met a sea captain named Clark who boasted that he had never had an accident in 23 years on the sea. Later that day, his ship sank, killing him and everybody on board. That night, Burroughs supposedly heard a radio news story about Flight 23 that had crashed in Florida, also piloted by Captain Clark. Aircraft accident records from 1960, however, don't show any such crash. Perhaps Burrow was thinking of Flight 23 that was destroyed by a bomb in 1933. But later, uh, he published a short story entitled 23 Ski-Doo. So he just started becoming obsessed with this number 23, and it kind of snowballed. Into the world. But uh, he wasn't the only one. People were starting to see this. The Nobel Prize winning mathematician John For- Forbes Nash, whose struggle to overcome mental illness is documented in Sylvia Nars 2001 biography, A Beautiful Mind. I love that movie. Oh, it's a great movie. Uh, he once told a student at Massachusetts Institute of Technology that 23 was his favorite prime number and insisted he had appeared on the cover of Life magazine disguised as Pope John the 23rd. Nash oddly died on a car accident on May 23, 2015, according to the profile on the Nobel website. Oh, I didn't know he died in a car accident. I didn't either. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Uh, the 23 enigma even was the subject of the 2007 movie, The Number 23, which is a very interesting movie, uh, which a troubled man named Walter Sparrow, portrayed by Jim Carrey, becomes obsessed with a book entitled, Frightly, The Number 23, The Novel of Obsession. Imagine that. And is convinced that it contains the key to his own past. And then there's Michael Jordan, who started wearing the number 23, 23 in high school because it was as close as he could be to half the number 45 worn by his older brother Larry LeBron James also wore 23 in honor of Jordan okay so what does all this really mean it's hard to say 
3.29% of each year's day has 23 in the date. So there's a lot of opportunity for births, deaths, accidents, and other memorable events to occur on these days, which that's kind of cool. And Daniel Gilbert explains in 2010 New York Times article, uh, there are plenty of other seemingly magical numbers. It could be mere happenstance. Or maybe it's more. Some coincidences, after all, might be meaningful. Research indicates that people commonly interpret coincidence as signals to look for hidden causes. According to Dr. Burnham Bit Bitman, a psychiatrist who is founder of the field of coincidence studies and author of the book Connecting with Coincidences, the new science for synchronicity and serendipity in your life. Mm -hmm. uh, a baby cries for the mother. A baby cries and the mother comes. Coincidence? Maybe there's a connection. The baby learns that crying brings her mother to her. Some people overdo the search for explanation uh, and others underdo it. I think you have to overdo, then analyze, since somewhere along the pebbles might be a gold nugget. However, when it comes to 23, uh, he doesn't know. So okay. he's really thinking that it's more of a people are jumping on the bandwagon and they're looking for more meaning that's actually then that's okay. actually there. Yeah. yeah. So that was something kind of cool. Yeah. We kind of, that was, that was kind of rough. So can we talk it. about that percentage again? Three point what percent of what? Oh, my brain kind of short circuited when you gave me that what? math and I don't know. You could stop. You could stop me. No, no, no. You were on a roll. Figured we could come back to it. Maybe if I can find it again. For somebody who hates clowns, that is, that is amusing as fuck. Like, I just freaked myself out. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Don't mix happy pills and alcohol, okay? It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> so. Sabrina, deathly, deathly afraid of clowns. Like, we'll run. Like, she doesn't even care if they're the happy ones or not. We'll run for her life and hide. Like, she will use a human meat shield to protect herself. Sarah would know. She but yet... Point. She's willing to see <laughs> the circus. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's number 23. You know what? We're here. No, we're no, no. I think you're still stuck in the realm of six. Okay, continue okay. <laughs> with this math. So, okay, it says that 3.29% of each year's days has 23 in the date. So, 3%, 3.3% of the year has 23 in the date. That's some ridiculous math. Like, you could just say 12 times out of the fucking year, you have the number 23 in the day. I think yeah. they just wanted to sound statistically cool, and that was the dumbest way to go about it. Oh, but they just went for it. Clearly. Same. Instead, let's take all 365 or 66 if there's a leap year and do some ridiculous math to get a percentage. Yeah. Like, you could have just fucking said 12 times out of the year, there's 23 in the day. I just want you know, tis a silly article. <laughs> It was it was quite a ride, quite a ride. All right, that was pretty cool. So, uh, you talked about the twenty three, which is interesting because don't they have that DNA testing kit called twenty three Me? And I get that it's DNA, and you have whatever 
23 chromosomes and all that good jazz, but dun dun dun. That is true. That's, I mean, you could be onto something. Because you're also like trying to trace back to where you came from. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It's coincidence for sure. It's numbers are weird. I did, you know, I just thought of numbers as numbers. I don't know. It just starts to get really apparent when certain things happen when you see the same numbers or the same sequence of numbers yes. or like, yeah. I'd really like to be that person that gets the happy numbers, like the fucking money Eight. numbers. Yeah. That would be then? fantastic. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so that's what I did. I dug into numbers and I hope we all learned something. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Something different. Yeah. It's a good way to start off our thankful thing. Thankful November, no shave November. Oh, no shave November. Don't shave your legs. Let them bitches grow. You go, girl. No. 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 <laughs> I personally <laughs> like the way sheets feel on my naked legs. That is true. Nice and, and arms. And arms. And arms. All right. Well, numbers. Exciting. Numbers. Though I know the minute you post those links, I'm just going to be like, Ooh, and then I'll end up in the same fucking rabbit hole you're in. Yeah, I, I still, I found myself uh, yesterday and today actually going back to that website to read a little more. <laughs> I was like, no. So I had to close the laptop and just focus on yeah. the game. Yeah. Football. If who's- oh, hey, that game, not the other game. Oh, can we just, before I start into mine, how did your Halloween house judging, haunted house judging thing go? fucking epic and we had so many people well we're still judging it's not over <gasps> we'll, we'll know on the but it yeah it'll be done by the time this posts yeah i know well then but i don't know who won um, it's the everybody's judging on what their favorite is I and you. i am so grateful for that because there are some badass houses and i'm like i can't pick everybody wins let me Every- go just buy <laughs> new tables for everybody because i can't pick Nice. So I went through um, yesterday and took like five pictures of each house that I thought I couldn't get everything in the pictures. Yeah. And then I posted it to the officer's chat and the guildmaster, her husband is actually going to like put collages together and let the guild vote on their favorite. So I don't know who's going to win. I have my suspicion on who's going to win. Yeah. And it's really fucking awesome. But there were several awesome houses. So that's pretty good. That's great. Oh, I want to see them all. Okay. Well, when he gets the collages together, I'll just uh, screenshot them and send them to you. Yeah, do that. Okay. Well. Where are you taking us? Where are we going today? California. Oh. Going to California. Hey. We're going to a haunted (gasps) ship. (gasps) Oh. Dun-dun-dun. So I actually found it in my handy guide of haunted places in a, in very nice. the world. Yep, and Look I was like, okay, you. cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I was like, oh, I'll use the story, but I'll do more research. And I found some history about it, and I've got the little stories from the book. And I also watched the Ghost Hunters and the Ghost Adventures, which were two drastically different things. And oh, I'm yeah? pretty sure Ghost Hunt, no, Ghost Adventures, old Zach Bagel Bites fucking rigged something. Okay. Because the form of the the 
person walking by was too formed. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, definitely, definitely a person going by. Anyway, um, so the RMS Queen Mary Ooh. Yep, is resting in Long Beach Harbor in California. Now, this ship was more powerful, faster, and three times, three times larger than the Titanic. Damn. If I rem- if I remember reading that right. Uh, she was 1,019 feet long, which is uh, as tall as the Eiffel Tower laying down. Wow. Okay. So it's pretty large. Yeah. Uh, she was first laid down in 1930 by at the John Brown Shipyard in Scotland. So it wasn't even a U.S. ship, hence the RMS Royal Majesty ship. Between 1931 and 1934, no construction was done because of the Great Depression, but... Once that was over in 1936, she started her first maiden voyage. For three years, she, of course, carried the rich and famous because at this point, that was the way to travel across the Atlantic was by ship, by cruise liner. And she also held the record for the fastest ever North American crossing. Wow. Wow, she's a bad bitch. Yes, but unfortunately, due to these record-setting ordeals that she has... Set for herself. In World War II, in 1939, she then became a troop ship, painted gray, and became known as the Great Ghost. Which is interesting, because she didn't actually shoot any guns or anything. She was solely troop transport. But she didn't do it, like, in the dead of the night. Like, she was in the Atlantic floating about, you know? Well, if you think about it, gray, you're not going to be able to see the gray in the Atlantic. And blend in, especially during the, because mm-hmm. the Atlantic's pretty stormy anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Um, her capacity, due to them going in and gutting the ship to allow for the capacity to carry troops, she went from being able to carry 24, or 2,410 people to 5,500 troops. Damn. So doubled her capacity to carry. Yeah. Uh, by the end of World War II, the ship had seen more than 800,000 troops and traveled more than 600,000 miles and was significant in almost every Allied campaign role, like during the war. She also survived a collision at sea, which for a ship that fucking big, like if, how would you not? Yeah. But um, she also set a record for carrying the most people ever on a floating vessel at 16,683 during the D-Day invasion. Wow. That's a lot of fucking people on one ship. That is a shit ton of people. I don't know who the, like, weight and balance guy was for that day, but bless his heart, because fucking (laughs) hell. Like, Captain, we can't fit that many people. You're going to make it work. Wow. Um, as the war was closing down, the ship then began transporting war brides and children to the United States and Canada. Um, they transported more than 22,000 of these people. At, during this time, it was known as the Bride and Babies Voyage. In total, she did 13 voyages back and forth to transport brides and children during 1946. Wow. So that's a lot of people as well. That's a lot of voyages. Across the Atlantic. Yeah. Just carrying people. I could no. Who whoever was doing maintenance on that ship, they did a phenomenal job. Yeah, that is a lot of voyages. That's a lot of back for and something forth. built that long ago. You know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. 
1967, she was then withdrawn from service after more than a thousand transatlantic crossings. After the end of the war, by 1967, she was converted back to a cruise liner. But at this point, aviation had started to take its root in travel. People could get aircraft tickets way cheaper than they could if they wanted to travel across the Atlantic on boat. Yeah. So at that point, they were just like, there's no point in keeping up with this ship. We're just going to sell her off. Um, So in 1967, she was bought for $3.45 million to California to use as a maritime museum and hotel. And I can imagine whoever bought her, because it doesn't actually say in any of these. They probably bought her because of her importance History. in the war. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like all that it has, like she's done. That, like those are insane records. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, today I believe is still a maritime museum and hotel. On December 9th in 1967 is when she made her final voyage to Long Beach. So then that, of course, rounded her number up to 1,001 Atlantic crossings because she had to, <laughs> she had to come from she Scotland. She come back. Yeah. She's permanently docked, of course, and she's internationally recognized. She attracts thousands of visitors every year. But, of course, with that, it has also attracted your ghost hunters, paranormal investigators, and such due to these stories that have been told by people that have stayed Overnight in the hotel. Um, According to both the Time, no, Life magazine and a couple of the articles I have pulled, there's as many as 150 known spirits lurking around. Only a few of them have names that they know of, but that's a lot of apparitions and residual energy and ghosties and poltergeists and probably shadow people. And orbs and, and, and demons. demons and shadow people. <laughs> so this, this ship is still alive today. So over the past 60 years, uh, it said the Queen Mary has been the site of at least 49 reported deaths. That's it? That's not including the ones from war. Okay. And that's okay. not including the ones of sailors and army men and marines that died either on the way there or back. Okay. This is just known like passengers during its luxury days. Luxury. Okay. Um, a couple of them were from drowning because there were two pools on this ship. There was a first deck and a second deck pool, I believe. And actually I watched a Buzzfeed video of these two guys. One guy, a fucking believer because he stayed the night at the hotel and experienced weird shit. And then his friend, who had never stayed on the ship and doesn't believe in ghost stuff. Ooh, that, that was, was the most entertaining fucking thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> but they were talking about these, you know, 49 reported deaths. And they're like, yeah, some people drowned in the pool. And his friend, the non-believer, goes, imagine drowning in a pool on the ocean. Like, what is the irony behind that? Like, right? how, how, how? <laughs> like, you're not <laughs> even in the main body of water, but you're on the main body of water. Like, it was really funny. I'll definitely post that in when uh, we update the page. All right. That's pretty cool. I'm probably going to have to go watch that. You're going to be, like, super torn like I am because, well, I'll, I'll send you this link directly. But when I watched The Ghost Hunters, and I think they did the episode twice. Like, I think they went back in a later season to record, but I couldn't find it. So I watched the first one that they did. 
And then I watched a later episode of fucking Zach Bagel Bites and theirs, which I was kind of annoyed about. I'll talk about that later. But I couldn't find the original one because in the video, he's like, this is our second time coming back and we just blah, 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 you know. Yeah. So, like, I kind of want to go more with what the ghost hunters found. But again, they evidently went back a second time and found more stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the first episode, they believed uh, a lot of their stuff was tampered with. Oh. And so they weren't really pleased. Like, they got halfway through the investigation and realized that their stuff had been tampered with. And so then they, at that point, they were just like, what's the fucking point? You know, so. Yeah. And then, of course, you got Zach Bagel Bites fucking yelling obscenities. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't you attacking me, ghost? <laughs> Fuck off, Zach. One All of right. Days, he's going to get stabbed. He this is. He's just going to stab him. Like, I don't know. Anyway, okay, moving on. Um, the engine room on the Queen Mary is said to be the hotbed of paranormal activity. Um, it was actually used in the filming of Poseidon Adventure, which I haven't seen. I've never even heard of it, so it'll have to be something I look into. So the room's door 13 has been reported to at least crush two men to death. Fuck. At different points during the ship's uh, history. So in 1966, they were doing a a routine watertight door drill. Mm -hmm. An 18-year-old crew member was playing around like he wasn't taking it seriously or was unaware of like how quickly this door would shut and how forcefully this door would shut. You know, watertight, not going to fucking open. Yeah. So they were saying on, I think, Ghost Hunters that he misjudged how quickly the door was closing and it crushed him. Like he got oh, crushed, wow. crushed so rapidly that his body just split in two. Damn. Like, of course he was pancake in the middle, but yeah. Um, the, did he stay alive for a little while? Doesn't that happen? When I, you get pinched, stay alive. And I think if you're like, flattened in a watertight door, I don't think you're going to be alive. Well, you know, just kind of like everything's going to be fucking smooshed. That is true. The only thing that'll be firing are maybe your nerves. Like, I'm sure his fingers and shit were still twitching. Twitching. Oh, okay. That's fucked up. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, we're being realistic here. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, So, stories have it that while touring the ship, people will see a young man, you know, bearded, in blue coveralls, um, walking down the shaft alley. So, the alley was actually fairly fucking long. Between the doorway to the engine room, that door 13, and then the rest of the that shaft room. And he disappears on either side before actually reaching the door. Oh, okay. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Another couple spots that people report eerie and weird, like, sightings of apparitions is the first and second class swimming pools, so the first and second decks. Even though neither one had been utilized for their original purpose following the luxury cruise line days, it seems that these spirits that appear are not aware that this pool has no longer been used as a pool. In the first class swimming pool, so the top one, uh, there have been women seen walking down the stairs in 30s, 1930s style swimsuits. Cool. Okay. Um, most of them are very petite, very beautiful, like looking apparitions. So, of course, they are assumed to be made of money and uh, fame. And they're kind of like hazy, so it's not a full body apparition. Okay. Others have also reported the sounds of splashing, laughter, 
And sometimes they say that you can see wet footprints leading from the deck to changing rooms, even though there's no water in the pools. So that'd wow. be fucking weird to see. Yeah. There's also a young girl known like she's been spotted playing around both pool decks. Most of the time they'll hear laughter or the girl saying daddy, like calling out for her dad. Um, mm-hmm. They also say that sometimes they'll hear them crying as if they can't find their parents. Oh, that's so sad. There's one spirit of a young girl that is known to be clutching a teddy bear. So, that's exciting. Um, In the Ghost Adventures episode, this is one of the spirits that Zach, the cameraman, what's his name? Aaron. Yes, Aaron. And this fucking medium that, I don't really think she's a medium, but they took her and they were asking questions like, and Aaron says, are you really a little girl or are you something else? And the, like, EVP response back was something else. So that's kind of fucking terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it really a teddy bear? Is it really a little girl? Mm. All right. <laughs> In the second class pool room, there's a spirit of another little girl named Jackie, who's often seen and heard. There are two stories that the girl actually drowned in the pool during its luxury days. And she's still looking for her parents. And then there's just others that it's residual energy of her playing by the pool because that was a really fun time of her life. Yeah. So who's to say if she did drown or not? But uh, in one of the ghost videos that I watched, the captain, like one of the captains, because they're now just managers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that that's not one of the drowning records that they have on file. Oh, wow. Okay. But they do say that they hear a little girl laughing. Um, they can hear her calling out for her parents, like not in a worried tone, just kind of like, you know, watch me, yeah. mommy, daddy kind of thing. Again, yeah, it says here that there's a paranormal investigator that has con- like gone here a few times. And even though there are no reported drownings of a little girl drowning here, that the spirit is here. Cool. Okay. There is also in the Queen Salon which was the ship's first-class lounge, a woman dressed in an elegant evening gown, a white one, is often seen dancing or walking around alone. And I was watching a video. I don't know what it's from. It was a random YouTube video, but there's actually, like, I don't know how real it is, but it's a picture of, like, this misty woman, and you can see the gown. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, that's pretty creepy, but okay. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Bye. Not sticking around. <laughs> the room B340 is widely believed to be the most haunted on the ship and it's supposed that this is where a family was murdered. So, uh one of the videos I was watching, it actually talks about this husband fucking just loses his shit like he flips a lid one day strangles his wife and one of his daughters on the bed and just leaves them for dead, you know, strangles them dead, whatever. And then he turns around and he goes into the bathroom where his other daughter was, shoots her, and then turns the gun on himself and kills himself. Jeez, okay. So there's evidently a lot of activity that happens in this room. Um, It got to the point where there were so many weird reportings and, like, freak out moments in this room that they gutted it and locked it off like they don't let people stay in it anymore 
Wow. Also, B-474 is also said to be haunted, but it doesn't say what. It just says that most of the rooms, like the Bravo rooms, the Bravo deck, contain a morgue at one point during the World War II and were isolation rooms for prisoners of war. So they believe that a lot of the weird activity on those floors is due to that. Yeah. Uh, There was another room that the ghost hunters went into. I want to say it was 340 or it was 330, one of the two. And it was kind of disappointing because they made up this bed that was in there. And one of the tour guides was like, oh, yeah, you know, a lot of people have reported weird things happening to their bed and lights turning on and off and weird sounds and people talking and so of course they set up a camera in there well come to find out like as they were reviewing it they noticed that of course the blankets started moving which got them all freaked out and then they noticed that the camera paused and like weird movements of the blanket were happening like not ones that you know during a apparition movement would happen yeah And so they believe, because there were three different ways to get into that room, they believe somebody got on the ship, found that camera, and then decided to play a prank. So there were things that happened in the movement of the blanket that just didn't look spooky or whatever. Yeah. It looked like somebody was forcefully moving the blanket. Moving it. Okay. So they debunked that, but they're saying like, you know, it's possible that things like this happen, but they need to be more diligent in, like, locking the ship down during times of investigation so yeah. that people don't come in and do silly things like that. Yeah. There is reports of a tall, dark-haired man appearing to be in a 1930s style. He's been observed in quite a few of the first-class staterooms. Okay. They're not sure, you know, if he was part of the luxury event or if he was part of the World War II event. They just know that they've seen him quite often. Generally, once he's spotted, they will hear water running in the bathrooms and lights will turn off or on. He wants to shower in the dark. <laughs> or the not dark. <laughs> you know, bubble bath. Um, they will also hear the phones ringing in the staterooms uh, in weird hours of the morning but when the the phones are answered there's nobody on the other line it's just a deadline are the phones connected yeah i'm guessing Mm -hmm. okay which is kind of weird yeah in the third class children's playrooms you if you're lucky enough will hear crying babies or children's laughter i don't think that's lucky at all if you hear babies crying and children's laughter you're cursed i mean it's gotta be cursed And they're also, they also believe that there was an infant boy during one of the luxury tours that died after his birth that you can still hear crying as if he's being born. Yeah. So that's on the third class deck of the ship. I know. Uh, Let's see. Another pool room ghost that is often spotted and I believe is in one of the videos I watched is known as Grumpy. Grumpy. He growls a lot, but... When he's around, you can hear or you can smell like musty cigarette smoke and come to find out there was a passenger that hung out in that area often that would smoke like old musty smelling cigarettes. So I thought that wow. was kind of cool. That is you know, back cool. in the day when you could smoke wherever the fuck you want. Right? <laughs> it's also said that he haunts the storage area beneath the pool. And every once in a while, you will hear choking sounds near a few of the entryways 
from a ghost of an officer who died drinking poison that he thought was gin because somebody put poison in a gin bottle but didn't mark it. Wow. Imagine, like, going that way, thinking you're going to get drunk off your ass, and then all of a sudden you just start foaming uh, yeah, and dying. Yeah, you just wanted a, a sip of whiskey. Next thing you know, you're seeing Jesus be like, well... Yeah. Wow. Damn, that was so, so bad. Yeah. Last couple things. So, it's kind of hard, because, like, ships are creaky, they make clinking noises, like, they're fucking metal. So, some of the sounds, like, and Ghost Hunters kind of debunked a lot of these, like, this is just an old ship, it's still on water, like, it'll still be influenced by movement. Um, It's old... Most of the machinery still works, so sometimes if you hear that clinking sound, you'll, you know, you'll, it'll just be part of the ship being old. Yeah. They did debunk something in one of the rooms because the hot water system still works. Oh, okay. And so when they were taking a tour with the tour guide and uh, the captain, they heard strange sounds. And of course, the tour guide starts freaking out. And then those two being plumbers were like, nah, like. <laughs> it was this fucking bit on this well, you know hot water pump and if you take your thermal camera you can see exactly where the pipes run they're like no we're not we're not believing this there were on both ghost hunters and ghost adventures where doors would just open and then shut oh which the ship wasn't rocking enough to do that and when yeah. both tried to replicate it it just it didn't happen nothing okay so that was kind of cool they both both groups experienced like pushing in certain okay. rooms, one of the rooms was the shaft room, uh, okay. close close to the door 13. One of the ghost hunters guys got pushed. Well, hold on. Can we go back? Yeah. Door 13, were they being pushed towards the door or away from the away door? Away from. Oh. Like, as they walked through it, the, like, they would feel it pushing. Yeah. Hurry up, hurry up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, Don't get squished. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One guy experienced like this weird dizzy sensation in the changing room area. But when he tried to replicate it and he got one of the other chicks over to try to fill it as well, like the sensation had gone. They're not sure if it was due to whatever, or if it was just the fact that the setup of that area was kind of dizzying in itself. Oh, okay. Cause it was very symmetrical, but you know how you get that mirror to mirror effect and it just keeps going yeah. for infinity. That's exactly what these changing rooms look like. So I couldn't imagine what that would look like with the night vision camera or dim lighting. Yeah. But with that note, uh, when they were doing a walkthrough, uh, some people that told the tour guides and stuff like mediums and uh, enthusiasts were saying that there was a vortex in the middle of those changing rooms. Like ghost okay. hunters don't believe in vortexes because they've never been able to prove them. But, you know, mm-hmm. ghost adventures ate that shit up. So if it happened, then okay. <laughs> if, if it a talking turd, <laughs> you know. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The other thing that fucking freaked me out oh. in Ghost Adventures, and I don't know if it's just because of how their weird light machine thing worked. Okay. So Zach had this device that did light mapping. Okay, like and the little dots. Yes, the little dot screen thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, and he's in the pool room where Jackie is known to be seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it freaked me out. It's like, ah! And of course they put that creepy music. Anyway, moving on. He said something about, is there something you want to tell us, you know, or is, do you want to show us? 
you know, if you're here, and he pointed it down the stairs, and then all of a sudden this shadow just formed into a walking human, like up, walking up the fucking stairs. Nope. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. I would have fucking pissed my pants. I would have run off that ship like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. You're, nope. Not pos- you're not possessing this body, sister. No. Nope. Don't. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you can have this fucking ship. There were a couple of orbs that Ghost okay. Adventures caught, which there's no way that was fucking dust, the way it moved. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That's I, the only thing I can think that cannot be debunked on Ghost Adventures are the orbs that they find because they always catch them like doing zigzags. Yeah. Or, yeah. Dust doesn't fucking move like that, especially when there's nobody around. Like, yeah. And it's it was it's too see through to be a bug, so yeah, like he they caught one. It's all in the pool room. They caught one like coming off the banister, fucking in a perfect line. No, straight down. They went straight down off of to fucking Bagel Bites' head, and then like perfectly down his spine, and then away, like gone. Huh. And then they caught another one that kind of just went like around the banister. And then straight down onto this medium chick's head. Like, and just gone. Wow. The fuck? I don't need no orbs in my body, thank you. Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, moving on. If the ship is still put together today. Because there's there's reports of them disassembling it and scrapping it. What? Yep. I don't know if that's still a thing or if they continue to keep it going. The BuzzFeed video I watched was during the COVID pandemic. So it's possible it's still up. Because they were talking about how tourism has kind of died down and activity has increased because, you know, the yeah. ghosts are bored. But if you do <laughs> intend to spend the night, just beware. If you're sensitive, you'll probably get ghosty touches. <gasps> um, they do have a wide range of guest rooms for you to stay at. Um, they also have 14 art deco salons, whatever the fuck those are. Uh, they have a few tours. They have various restaurants on the ship. Shops and exhibits. I do know on the tour, they do take you down that shaft alley. They do take you by door 13. I would also piss my pants if that damn door started closing. Because it is it is rigged to where it only closes during certain times. Oh. Hashtag nope. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, don't, like, I don't know if I would want to stay the night on that fucking thing. Oh, and that's the other thing. Before I forget, I know I just kind of wrap this up, but on one of its maiden voyages back, it was being escorted by the HMS Curacao uh, because they were trying. So the way the Curacao was moving was in a zigzag pattern to throw off any German boats, like Mm U-boats and stuff. And the Queen Mary was falling behind it, or the Great Ghost was falling behind it. But she never altered her speed to compensate for the zigzag. And it ended up colliding and killing all of the personnel on board the HMS Curacao. <gasps> During war, they were not authorized to stop to rescue survivors in the event that they got struck. So they had to keep going and they called in British ships to rescue the crew. By the time the British ships got there, I think they said two hours later, all of the crew members were either dead, drowned, or frozen. <gasps> so oh, nobody no. survived and they were reporting that over 400 people were on this ship. Oh my goodness. So they're saying a lot of the the activity down below is actually the people that died on impact. Yeah. And then the people that were chopped up by the propellers because the ship did not stop. 
She was doing oh. 28 knots, I think. Oh, my God. So she was like, looking it. Yeah, she was fucking flying. So she never compensated to for this tiny-ass little... Little tugboat. Little tiny oh, That's kind of <laughs> what I have, like the Titanic versus a tugboat. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's exactly what it would have looked like. But yeah, just fucking plowed through her, legit broke it in half and just kept going. Imagine, though, like, fucking what... I'd hop that fucking bitch too. Bitch, you chewed right? me up in your propeller. So that that's the last little thing that I found the most interesting because, like, was the captain fucking asleep? Like, did he not understand basic propulsion? Like, Yeah. Rookie. Either that or just stress out for more. I don't know. Right? But fucking hell, man. Wow. So, yeah. That's a phenomenal story. Good job. Yeah, it's, a, it's good. And, uh, you know, the whole Navy thing and all. That's awesome. Yeah. And it looks like a little, oh, not a little, it looks like a gigantic Titanic with one funnel missing. Oh, okay. Well, I'll get a picture up on our website. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was yeah. Fun. Another random story, not about the haunted ship, but my friend, Lorena, her daughter, is hilarious, and this child is broken. Okay. I'm pretty sure her daughter's three, but she's obsessed with horror movies. Like, obsessed. Oh, like, God. loves them. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. First off, your daughter's fucking broken. I even messaged her that. I was like, your daughter's <laughs> broken. Well, like, at that age, how is she in love with these movies? Well, evidently, either TikTok or Snap Snapchat had a jigsaw puzzle filter. Uh-huh. Okay. Her daughter. I'm guessing she bugged Lorena to put this fucking filter on her. But all of a sudden, you just see her, like, give you that evil eye. And she's like, do you want to play a game? No. And no, I was like, I messaged, no. I messaged Lorena, like, on Instagram. Because she posted on Instagram. I was like, I almost nope straight out of that fucking story, girl. Like, your daughter is broken. And she just started laughing. But, yeah. Nope. Yeah. And then, wow. And then uh, in the video, like, in the story, Lorena goes, well, what happens if I lose? And her daughter goes, you die. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow. <laughs> so yes, just, kids are so much fun. Yeah, like I wonder if she'll ever hit the age where they're actually scary to her and not just a game. This is the age where they get scared, you know. So not her daughter. Not, nope. I mean, there are people out there that are like that though. They just love horror movies, love them, and sleep peacefully. Yeah, not me. No, 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 I'm not those people. I tried to get Eric to watch a scary movie with me today. He was like, yeah, if we do it right now and it's 9 o'clock in yeah. the morning. <laughs> the light's still on. You know, the sun's still up. The windows are all open. Like, sure. <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to work, but we'll oh, see. I'll try again. I'll it's like watching, again. and I know it's because that's those stupid sound effects that they put in the ghost adventures. It is. And they put them in the worst spots sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So then I'm sitting here like... And then my husband opens the door and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, all of the episodes are on Discovery Plus. Yeah, I know. I've been going through them and then I was like, oh, no. What if Sabrina sees the history and goes, oh, I know what Sarah's talking about. No, because I have watched all of the episodes. So if you just watch, it shows that I have watched all of them. So. Okay. And I'm, you're not the only one with the, with access to my Yeah, but Discovery I'm pretty sure Plus. I'm the only one that's like, ooh, ghost no, adventures. you're not. <laughs> you're not. Trust me. I noticed like every time I log into it, there's like five new shows and I'm like, yeah, 
There's no way Sabrina watched all of those, but that makes more sense now. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, and during the day, you know, I work from home, so I usually just put something on. Yeah, and nice. I'm not, I mean, I'll go through, well, I think, uh, I think Ghost Adventures actually took me a week to get all the way through it. But I'll just start at episode one, season one, episode one, let it play and work, depending yeah. on whatever I'm in the mood to listen to. And then sometimes, like, something will get suspenseful, and I'll just be yeah. there, like, <laughs> oh, I gotta work. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I was saying that earlier when I was typing up my notes, and I would hear the, you know, the fucking weird sounds, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, it's just Zach being dramatic. Okay. <laughs> it's just the dramatics. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, as you were saying. Uh, this was a great episode. I believe so. Look at us. We're getting so good at this. I'm having so much fun. I love this thing. And we're in November. Yeah. <sighs> it's gone. It's gone. How Oops. long have we been doing this for? Since March. Was it March or May? May. Do you remember? March. No, it's March. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Positive. Yes, because I actually went to our website to look at the analytics on that. So, why is it not in my calendar? Ooh, maybe it was March or May. I mean, yeah, May second is when we launched. Oh, JK. I think we started yeah. talking about it more in March. Anyways, we're doing good. Anywho. It's been fun. Yeah. I've been doing it. it. Now to get people to like our Discord and follow our page. Because how are we supposed to give out awesome merchandise? Without followers. Without support. I know. Man. Tell your friends. Yeah, share with your friends. Do like G. Be more like G. Force <laughs> your co-workers co- <laughs> co- <laughs> into listening to us. But yes, um, we would really, really appreciate your support on mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, Discord. Check out our website. I really want to do an episode where we just read stories. And it can be anything. Like at this yeah. point, I will read whatever listener story. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So If you're listening right now, <clears throat> the first two people to send us their story. <laughs> CoffeeChaosChatter.com. Or no, not .com. Well, yes, .com. Or CoffeeChaosChatter at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like our fun. Discord. Follow our Discord. It's... The link in our Instagram now. Discord is our link Instagram thing. It's posted on the website. It's on our Facebook. It's on the Facebook. We're really active on Discord. You know what I really want to do? We need to come up with a Friday uh, and just do kind of like a get in one of our chat channels. Yeah. And whoever wants to join and talk with us, you can just come on and talk to us. Guess what we need? We need people in our Discord or else it's just Well, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We'll get uh, people to join and we'll uh, we'll chat with y'all. Yeah. Say what's up. That would be fun. Um, shout out to our Patreon supporter, Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Appreciate you. Mm. Hope you're hope you're still enjoying these lovely podcasts. Shout out to shout out to G for being our like number one fucking fan. Love you, G. <laughs> I don't even know you. You rock. <laughs> And if you're working with G, just give him a pat on the back for me. Or a cup of coffee. Or Ooh, a cup of coffee would probably be better. Motivational speech. Put a little Irish in there. Some Baileys. I don't think that's authorized at work, but 
You guys do you. Yeah, you don't have to know. Probably make work a lot more fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So at work, before we end this, uh, Adrian, one of my coworkers, has such such left and gone to Texas. We were talking Uh one day and he was stressed out about something. He goes, I might have a mimosa in this. And I was like, so you're saying you're drinking a mug mosa? Because it was in a mug. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, fuck, I need to get mugs made that says this may be a mug mosa or like just hashtag mug mosa. Yeah. So I really need those in my life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we might be able to make that happen. Christmas is around the corner. For sure. I don't want to stress anybody out, but uh, yeah, it's coming. She's holding her coffee mug like to her face. Because uh-huh. it's right there. A mug mosa. Mm-hmm. No, actually, I was having an Irish coffee when we started this. Oh, nice. And it was more Bailey's than coffee. But of course. So now I have beer tasting Bailey's. It's not the most pleasant, but it's it's working. It's like Irish <laughs> car bomb, kind of. Not really. Not really. No. Uh, okay. Well, I can't even pretend it's an Irish car bomb. <laughs> I wish that I could. All right. Well, I don't think we have any Jameson either. That makes me sad. I'm so sorry. We'll have to fix that later. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Yep. Thank you. You now know every platform we're on. Give us a like, love, follow, share. Talk to us. Follow. We're not scary people. Well, I might be kind of scary. Join our Discord. But we're a lot of fun. Yeah. Share your stories. Share your stories. We love you. Until next time. Friends don't stab friends. Bye. Bye.